time when things are shifting. We're going to be a new world order. We've got to lead it. The following program is brought to you by friends and partners of End Time Headlines. What's going on, everyone? This is End Time Headlines, and we want to welcome you to tonight's program. As always, I'm your host, Ricky Scaparo, the founder, the pastor, and the voice of End Time Headlines. And if you're new to the program, this is your first time joining us. Somebody welcomed you or invited you to the program. If you're able to comment, in the comment section below of whatever platform you may be watching or listening from, let us know that you are new and where you guys are joining us from. We've got a special treat that I want to share with you in the next few moments. Uh, we, uh, yesterday I was privileged to go into the studio, uh, and taped a broadcast with Bishop Larry Raglan. He is, he is the host of the big picture. Um, which is uh, a great program in which he has many guests on. He has talking points. He's also the leading pastor of Solid Rock Church in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, him and I got into the studio together and we did a great segment. Uh, we, I think it was about f- somewhere around 45 minutes to 50 minutes long and we just shared our heart and we want to share that with you tonight. So without further ado, I want to take you right into that broadcast. Welcome, everybody, to The Big Picture. I'm your host, Larry Raglan, and I am so pumped about today's program because today I'm going to introduce The Big Picture audience. Took, I'm just going to secrets out, secrets out. I'm going to show you some of my sources when I come here on Monday night and talk about all the news of the headlines. I am honored that I got with me in the studio one of those sources that is God is using mightily, y'all. And I'm telling you, you're going to want to get to know this man of God, and you're going to want to get to download his app, go to his website, because what we always say here about we ain't woke, but we are certainly awake. One of the ways I stay awake is because of this great website. So right after this, my guest, Ricky Scabaro from In Time Headline. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Welcome to the big picture, man. How exciting it is to be a part of another broadcast. God is really opening some doors and blessing us to interview some great, great people. I want to remind you of a couple of quick things for all those that are joining us that are our regular subscribers, or maybe you're coming over and you're watching us for the first time ever. If you have not already hit that subscribe button, please do so. Just right underneath my screen right now, what you're looking at, hit that subscribe button, and you may consider wanting to be a partner with us. Many from around the world have partnered with us, $5 a month. All you got to do is click that join button down there below, and we would greatly appreciate it. We also want to remind you that we have a a weekly show that's a live show that's our new show that we'll talk more about in just a minute because one of my sources for information that I use is my guest today. But every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central Time right here, Sandy and I co-host Big Picture Live News. It's our biggest show that we do every single week and you don't want to miss it put it on your calendar 7 p.m central time big picture live and if you like to study the bible then we are breaking it down verse by verse every sunday night at 8 p.m central time right here on the big picture the book of revelation 
it is going to be, and, and I believe it is a very timely message to be te- teaching on right now. It is by far the most popular Bible study that we've done yet. But without further ado, I want to bring in our guest. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and welcome to the big picture, Ricky Scaparo. The crowd's going wild, Ricky. They're yeah. going wild. They're going wild, man. <laughs> What's up, brother? Good to. Uh, I'm honored to be on the uh, podcast. I love, uh, uh, as you know, we got hooked up a couple days ago. Uh, we contact yep. each other. You, I think you reached out to me, and yep. I started checking out your. Uh, what you got going here and i love it um it's in the same vein uh as what you know what my vision is and what we've been doing for 13 years now wow 13 so, years uh, wow 13 years we started in 2010 it was a it was a crazy uh testimony on how end time headlines came about um it was you know i was barry throwing the towel on social media and uh to make a long story short um I started just instead of using it as what social media is about and connecting with people, I just took headlines and, you know, was reporting things from a biblical perspective. And one thing led to another and the wind of God was on it and the spirit mm. of God. And just, I mean, here we are. Well, that's if, tremendous. If me, go ahead. No, I said, that's tremendous. And, and if I, and if I overlap in our voices, you just keep going, man. Cause sometimes this, it, it, it does that on, you know, that cause you've interviewed people, but right, yeah, right. you, but I want to show everybody what you're talking about. This is your website here. And of course we'll talk about also your app and so forth, but this is endtimeheadlines.org. Is it also.com or just.org? Yes, it's both. Uh, they okay. both lead you to the same place. Okay, intimeheadlines.com or .org, and you can see we're going to talk about some of these news items, but uh, for those that are not familiar with uh, your ministry with End Time Headlines, they can also download an app, if I'm not mistaken, to get the latest news, updates, blog. What all can we get on that app, and where can we get it? Is it available for Apple and Android? Correct, yes. If you, um, It's available on Apple and it's available on Android. And here's the greatest thing. It's free. Who doesn't like free stuff, right? Come on, come on, yes. It's absolutely free. So I tell people, download it, hit yes to push notifications. And on that app, um, it's going to have all of the news. It's going to have our podcast um, and where in which you can either watch or listen. So if you're on Apple or Spotify, which we probably need to expand that, but the two main ones are Apple and Spotify. Sure. It's going to have all that on there. So I tell people, get the app and you're, you're not going to miss anything. You're going to be updated. And, uh, and it's, and we're actually revising, uh, we're going through a, a revision on the app to make it more user friendly. So in about a month from now, it's going to be even better than it is now. So I'm wow. excited about that. So. Well, there it is on your screen, ladies and gentlemen. You can see end time yeah. headlines available on Apple and Google Play. Google Play. It is a free app, and you need to download that and get that immediately. So, uh, so Ricky, it is an honor to have you. Like you said, we're we're flowing in the same vein. We. We are, you know, called to the moment for such a time as this. Um, you know, God, I'm 55 years old, been pastoring the same church for 28 years, been in pastoring for 32 years, and you know, I'm a pop all now. I got my first grandbaby, got my second grandbaby on the way, and you know, all my friends I went to school with and I've grown up with in the ministry, they're all they're all retiring, man. They're all winding down and starting right. to figure, try to figure out a way to slow down, and then all of a sudden, God just, you know, all this stuff is going on in our world. 
just wakes me up and just says, you know what? Not only are you not slowing down, you're about to get even more busy. I'm going to put you on YouTube. I'm going to, I'm going to do all this kind of stuff. So I started searching out for people of like mine and I found your site and I've been using your site as a resource. Uh, you know, we use so much of the information because God has really enabled you to connect with different sources to keep us awake at this time. So, you know, I know we've talked about it off the air, and we're going to talk about it right now. What, first of all, drove you to decide, okay, at this point, you know, you're a preacher of the gospel, you've pastored, you you have been in ministry for years. Why, in time headlines, why do you feel like that it is so important right now for the world to know what is really going on? Because I feel like you probably feel like I do is that if there, if you're trying, if you're watching this and most people that are watching this are not, but if you're watching mainline media, you're not going to hear about this. So what caused you, Ricky, to say, I got to come out of my comfort zone and I know you got a bullseye on you. There's no telling how much pushback you get attacks on you and so forth. But what brought you to end times headlines? Um, well, when I got, I got saved, uh, you know, I wasn't raised in church. I, you know, I was, uh, I, you know, I always joke around, say I was four, I was fourth generation heathen. Um, <laughs> because now I did have, I had some family members on the outskirts. Uh, I, I wouldn't say they're in-laws. I almost call them outlaws. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. but they, they ended up, you know, they gave their heart to the Lord and they had radical transformations. They got saved. And so for 23 years, you know, I, I was lost and, just, you know, doing the things of the world, gave my heart to the Lord, got radically saved in the year 2000. And when I was a baby Christian, when I, when, as soon as I got saved, um, it was almost like the Lord just thrusted me right into uh, which I call the pioneers of Bible prophecy. I mean, I'm mm. talking about the Jack yeah. Van Impies, oh, the yeah. Hal Lindsey's. The first prophecy book I ever read on prophecy was by Hal Lindsey, the late great planet Earth. Planet Earth. Oh, yeah. Changed the world, man. It's still applicable to this day. Yeah, uh, it is. And yeah, I read yeah. that book, and man, I'm telling you, it was like, I really felt like that was, you know, where the Lord began to deal with me. And like my heart burned for eschatology. I know that's a, uh, you know, for everybody's listening, that's a theological term for the study of end times. And my heart yep. was burning for that. I just had a passion. And, um, and so, you know, I, th that's where, and then, you know, as time went on, I started cutting my teeth on these guys. And then, yep. you know, I found yep. Perry Stone on oh, Manifest yeah. when he was, you know, in 2000, yep. Yep. you know, Manifest, that was in its you know, infancy is it launched and, you know, I just, so there was, you know, several individuals that I just really, what I call pioneers of Bible sure. prophecy. And a lot sure. of these guys, as you know, brother, um, they're going on to be with the Lord. So there's not many right. of these guys like us left. Well, one of the things, Ricky, that I say on this show and I say in our pulpit all the time is that I name a bunch of all these generals, all these generals that have gone on to be with the Lord. The the, the list is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger of the mm -hmm. ones that you and I were raised up in, that we studied, that we looked up to. Well, they're gone. Well, you know, what do they all have in common? They all have in common. They had different styles, but they all have one thing in common. They're gone. And, you know, what you and I have in common and what everybody that's watching the big picture has in common is that God in his infinite wisdom knew that. We were going to be alive in this moment. So they're going, they're going on. These generals have gone on, but God has trusted us to be a voice in this moment. 
And that's when I when I said yes to the Lord and I said, you know, I'm going to do this on the big picture. I'm going to go out. I'm going to take the hits. And I found people like you. I've connected with, you know, of course, my great friend, uh, Paul Begley, and just so many people that are on here that are doing cutting-edge things that is incredible because our audience, your audience, the people going to your app, going to your website, they're searching for the truth. And one of the things I'll, I'll put your website back up there, Ricky, that I, th- that I think we need to talk about is the condition that the world that we're in right now, especially our young people. And and your absolute, your first headline at the time of this recording is dozens of girls collapse at Colombian school after playing with Ouija boards. And, and you know, we, we I just did a story uh, on our latest uh, Monday night show uh, that the biggest group exploding on after club school uh, on the schools is the satanic uh, clubs. They are exploding and they right. are, they, they just had a Satan con. I don't know if you heard about this. It's like comic con where people dress. They just had a in Satan Boston, con. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And the and biggest it sold one's out. coming in April. It's still coming. Wow. Yeah, and it's sold out on day one. They've got one playing for – I've actually got it pulled up right here. It's, okay. We didn't even – we really didn't even discuss it, so we're already in the, th- in the same thread, I mean, to a degree. Mm, wow. But uh, a, a CBN News pulled up Satan Khan's 2023 Hexen – I believe that's how you pronounce it – gathering is sold out in Boston, Massachusetts. Wow. And this is going to take place April 28th to the 30th. Um, and 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 think about that. It's sold out. Sold out. Uh-huh. And from what I understand, I think it's sold out in record time. Maybe in the on yes. day one. So so you're talking about a world that they're no longer hiding, and and they are intrigued for a Satan Con place and this Ouija boards and all this. And the number one fastest growing after school club is the Satanic Church Club. We see all this happening. You know what this speaks to me? Instead of me as a pastor going the world's lost, it tells me these young people are hungry for the supernatural. They are hungry for something regular That's other right. than regular church. So in your world, Ricky, do you see that, you know, cause you're out there on the front lines, you're seeing all these headlines, you're, you're inundated with just in the wokeism, the insanity of this world, when you're looking for, for headlines for your, for your ministry. Um, but in, at the same time, you know, we see a revival breaking out, and we see the Jesus Revolution. We see Asbury. And you and I talked about something really interesting, and I want us to delve into this, and then we'll talk a little bit more about some news items. But we talked about you and I both think that we're sort of in a Mount Carmel moment right now where there's like the competing, let the God that answers by fire, let that God be God. And it's like the devil is just coming out of hiding and saying, I'm just, you know, I pretended this. I've I've made veil references for years, for generations, but now I'm just going straight out there. I'm just going to have kids have after-school Satan clubs. I'm going to have Satan cons. I'm going to have all this kind of stuff. And then, of course, we saw what happened on the Grammys. So what is your feeling about that? Do you feel like there's a line being drawn in the sand? What is going on in the spirit realm? Well, let me say this, and I think this is going to really encourage you too. When I, when the Lord called me into Bible prophecy, I didn't. It was this was it was saturated at that time. I mean, you had again, you had all the prophecy teachers out there. You had them all, and I'm like, Lord, really? Like, I don't want yeah. to be another voice. There is all these guys out there doing this. Well, what I didn't understand then that I now understand is, you know, at that time, we're talking about 13 years ago, even just in that short 13-year period, 
I didn't anticipate the church to go in the direction. Now I say the church, the world's going to be dark. The world's going to stay dark. It's right. You know, the Bible talks about, you know, the people are groping in darkness, the darkness, you know, the light of the world. Jesus was the light. He came in the world and the darkness comprehended it. So it's going to remain the same. The world's going to be the world, but we never, I don't think we ever anticipated that the church would get to a point where, you know, and we should know this because the scripture talks about this. Paul said, we would have a form of godliness in the right. last days, but we would deny the very power thereof. We I would get it. to a place where the church um, is because there's no there's no longer a distinction, almost like between light and darkness, between the holy and the profane. Now, I'm not saying yeah. every yeah. church is like that, but uh, and and so saying, having said that, here we are, 2023. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Bible mentions, it talks about sons of Issachar. These yep. would be those, there would be a remnant yep, that would have it. understanding of the times and seasons in which we're in. Yes. Now, notice in that scripture, Jesus rebuked the religious leaders of his day right. because they had no discernment of mm. the end times. Yep. Yep. So that's so good. That's, that's so good. Yeah. So there's a parallel here. So we know that there's going to be a remnant in these last days. And I believe you and I and, and, and pastor Paul, and there's, you know, there's, there's a, there's a remnant that are rising up and this is where it introducts. This is the introduction to the Mount Carmel moment. Yes. We go to the time of Elijah, the prophet. Here's what's mm. interesting. Mm. There was, there was in a time of famine. Yep. Drought. And Come we on. know that that can represent, in the natural, which we are to a degree, but we, we also know that this is applicable to spiritual too. Yes. Um, but here's, what's interesting. Um, I know you and, uh, and pastor Paul talked about this on your last pot on one of your last broadcasts. Uh, and if you don't mind, can you share a little bit, just a little bit of that excerpt of when you guys sure. talked about, I loved what you talked about, about the Grammys yeah, and yeah. then how God showed up, yeah. and then I want to kind of dovetail off of that, and, okay. and I'm going to okay. give you some yeah. stuff I, I want the Lord showed me. Absolutely. Well, you know, I just as as we uh, as he talked about, you can look for that video from the Kingdom Intelligence Report with Pastor Paul and I, and we talked about the fact that I was with him in the Holy Land just a few weeks ago, and when we were on the actual Mount Carmel, how amazing it was to teach the story of Mount Carmel, the Battle of Mount Carmel on Mount Carmel. Some things started being downloaded in me, and just before we had left to go, uh, literally two days, two or three days before we had left to go. Maybe maybe uh, been a week or something, but Sandy and I were in New York, and we were doing our live show that Monday night show from that night in New York. We were staying overnight, then we're headed to Israel, and um, that was just a couple of days after the Grammys. And the Grammys, if you know what I'm talking about, on the Grammys, you know uh, Sam Smith, and and you know I don't even know the transgender person that sings the song Unholy. It's called Unholy, and they did this thing where they turned the whole place red. They had fake fire going everywhere. They're gyrating, doing sexual perversion things all over them, and it you know sort of hit me that that was that was the way people worshipped Baal. Back in the time of Elijah, you know, they'd bring the prostitutes in. They would lay on the altar. They would do things on the altar that we can't talk about on this family-friendly show. Yeah, right. And that's what it was was happening on the Grammys. Well, then while we're in Israel, uh, Asbury breaks out. And all of a sudden, it's all over the news. And then you start hearing about Lee College. You start hearing about all these other colleges and break out of revival. Well, then we get back. 
and we get back, and we're back here for a week or so later, and then all of a sudden this movie, The Jesus Revolution, comes out. It's just like boom, boom, boom. And, mm-hmm. and I got to thinking about it, and I, I was so in the mindset of Mount Carmel that it hit me. Because in the story, Ricky, uh, that's in our scriptures that, quite frankly, we've preached the wrong way for so many years. People probably about, you know, Elijah let the prophets of Baal build their altar, and he built his altar. Well, that's not what it says. It actually says, ladies and gentlemen, you go back and read the scripture. It says that he went over there and rebuilt their altar. He rebuilt said, let the, the altar. He rebuilt the altar. He said, let the God that answers by fire, fire let that God be God. So he said, but you go first. And when he mm-hmm. let them go first, they did all their things. And I started thinking, that was the Grammys. God was saying, you go first. You have no idea what I got planned. You go first. So he let them do everything on the Grammys that the prophets of Baal did. And then all of a sudden, when it was his time, he poured water on it. And I realized Asbury and the breakout revival that came out of nowhere was the water being poured on the stones that had all the mess on it from what the prophets of Baal had done. And the water was the revival. And then he then he reused their altar, set up 12 stones, reused their altar, and then put a sacrifice on their altar, made it God's altar, and said, now God send the fire. And I realized that the Jesus revolution was perfectly timed to be the rebuilding of the altar using their technology, their medium, which is the the movie theater. And I'm sitting in a movie theater hearing the sinner's prayer being prayed and people are weeping under the power of God. And I realized that the altar has been redeemed and the very story of Mount Carmel we have lived. Exactly. And here's, this is the crazy part. I have always said in scripture that there is, God operates in patterns, cycles, parallels, and, and, uh, and, and these, you know, Solomon said it like this, the thing that which was is the thing that which shall be. Jesus said in the book of Luke, as it were, in the days of Noah and Lot, so shall it be in the return of the son of man. So we know from those scriptures that if we want to have an understanding of what it's going to be like and what we're going to see in the last days, mm. all we got to do is go back and look at history. So right. here we are, just like like you're saying, brother, we're, we literally are in the Mount Carmel moment. And here's what's interesting about this is these prophets were all eating at the table of Jezebel. Now, notice mm. it says they were prophets. They were spiritual. They had positions of authority. And I'm going to look, I may get in trouble here, but I'm just going to say it. Go we ahead. got a lot of preachers say that it. are sitting at that table, brother, mm-hmm. that are eating at the table of Jezebel because they don't want to rock the boat. They say want it, it smooth. And, and while the real prophets are, yep. you know, in, in the di- in the days of Jeremiah and Isaiah and all these, they were locked in dungeons. They were forced to fast. They were being, you know, they were being mistreated. And uh, there's one incident where one of the prophets was told by Ahab, by his, uh, you know, his henchmen, look, when you get up here, you, you need to say what everybody else is saying and it will go good for you. But if you say something contrary to that, it's not going to be good for you. So we've got again, and I always, and I always want to go back to the church because, you know, many times, you know, preachers are bad about this. We, we focus on the world, Mm. but again, the world's going to be the world, but what is the church doing? So here we are on a time. Now here's what's interesting. And I, and I want to encourage some folks because I like to bring, you know, one thing about preachers that preach in time, 
No, they call us gloom and doom. Yep. yep. We, you know, they say, well, you're preaching hyperbole and fear mongering, yep. alarmist, all this stuff. So let me give you the redemptive hope if you're willing to receive it. Here say it is. It. Ready? Number one, our brother said here that the spiritual, and I'm going to use this term, so don't freak out on me. Just hear me out. The spiritual gauge, the antennas, mm. the hunger of a generation is here. Jesus said, we don't have a shortage of the harvest. We have a shortage of labors going mm. into the harvest. So look at, look around. If you, I have a 14 going on 15 year old son and I have a seven year old son. And let me tell you, I'm, I'm going to try to compose myself, man. Cause I start crying when I start talking about this, oh but God. these listen, brother, I don't know if you heard this story. Uh, let me tell you a story. I don't think you heard this. I don't think we talked about this. We went and seen the Jesus Revolution. We're, and I'm st- I'll take these little rabbit trails and tell you, but I'll, I'll get us back on the highway, I promise. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We went and seen the Jesus Revolution. I, it was me and my 14-year-old going on 15-year-old son. I, I was in tears through the whole movie. Mm. Um, I get out of the movie. We get in the car. My son and I, we didn't look at each other. We didn't say anything. We're just wow. silenced. We didn't talk. Wow. I turn on some anointed worship music because we're just, we're still in, in the flow, man. I mean, we're just kind of marinating in what we just saw there, you know. Mm. And so we're going down the road, and all of a sudden I hear this noise, and I look over, and my 14-year-old son has got his hands like this huh. buried in his face, and he's weeping. Glory to God. He's broken. He's weeping. Well, of wow. course, I see that as a father. I start weeping. He's weeping. I'm weeping. Brother, I can't even hardly, you know, I've got to hold composure because I'm driving the car. I'm like, my God, am I going to have to pull over? So I just lay my hands on his shoulder and I mm. start praying. I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost showed up in that car. Now, what am I talking about? I'm talking about we don't. And, you know, I hear this from church leaders all the time. Well, these young people, they don't want God. And they don't want anything to do with God. No, they no. listen. They mm-hmm. want God. Yeah. They are hungry yeah. for God. Yes. They're yes. hungry for an encounter with a real God. Yeah. But the problem is we keep giving them everything but God. We give them yeah. programs. See, see, what they don't want is they don't want the Americanized version of God. Yes, they sir. don't want the religiousized version of God. They want yes, the real sir. God. They want the real God. And, yes. and and I think that's why one of the reasons why the Jesus Revolution uh, Revolution movie is resonating with lost people and with de-churched people is because they can relate with hippies, those hippies of the late 60s and 70s. They didn't know anything about God. They Come on. they were free right. sex, free drugs, free. They were spiritual. They was all kinds. They were dabbling in everything that could be dabbled in. And and I've said for years, if you want to see an alcoholic delivered, you got to give them something better than alcohol. You know, you if you want a drug a drug addict delivered, you got to give them something better than drugs. So here's these people who had tried to fill that hole with every single thing the enemy gave them, gave them to fill it and nothing satisfied, but one encounter with the real Jesus caused them to renounce that and get into the ocean and be baptized and give their life to Jesus. Hundreds of thousands of people were born again as a result of those hippies coming to know Jesus in California. And here we are now, I believe we're in a new Jesus revolution. So 
I, I want you to st- get back on that where you were at about uh, the um, Mount Carmel and where, where yes. we were going and all of that, because I believe all of this ties in. I believe that we are at the moment. Let the God that answers by fire, let that God be God. Right. Let me, I won't be truthful with you. For years, I, I studied scripture and I see in the scripture, you know, the apostle Paul said, that, you know, he said to the church of Thessalonica, there would be a falling away. We know in his, uh, in the letter to Timothy, first Timothy chapter four, he said in the last days, some shall depart from the faith and give heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. We know there's perilous times. So when you read the new Testament, it gives you this depiction of there's coming of, you know, this departure of faith, falling away, apostasy, all this stuff. So a lot of people has this mindset based on that. And listen, can I be honest with you? I was guilty of this, but I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost wrecked me Mm. not too long ago. Mm. And in the the book of James chapter five, this is a profound scripture. And I'll give you, I'll give everybody the cliff notes. We won't read all this for sake of time. We did a podcast on this a while back. Okay. James says, who knew James was a prophet, right? Right. James, the brother of Jesus. But in Mm. James... He gives you a description of James in James chapter five, verses one through six. He tells you that in the last days, he even says here in the last days, he uses that term. He talks about something, some type of calamity is going to happen in the Mm. earth. Now, some would say, well, this was during his time. No, he says in the last days, this will affect the rich and the wealthy and yep. the prestigious, there's there's coming some type of economic shakeup. Now, some can, could I, say, can I? I want you to yeah, hold yeah. that point, Go but ahead, I want to jump in here for the listeners, yeah, and yeah. I want to remind you that it's the simplicity of the statement: last days. There can't be more than one last days because it's the last. It's the last. If it's if you call it the last days, and then there was another last days, the previous last days was not the last days. So there's only one last days. So there's only one last generation. So I want to remind you when you hear Ricky talking about what James said, he's, he's talking about the only generation that could be that. And that's the last generation. Go ahead. Right, because there's there's got to be other things like Israel being reborn as a nation, nineteen forty eight, nineteen sixty seven. So there's there's yeah, it's a very complex thing. But in James five, he says here that there's going to come this shaking, and I and I say that probably uh, the Great Depression that which you and I never experienced that, but a whole generation did. That is kind of like a depiction of this. It's like a mm-hmm. prelude to that. Yeah, yeah. It's like the rise of Hitler and Nazism and communism and, and fascism and all that. We know that that's going to rise again in the yep. form of the Antichrist and his kingdom, right? I'm yes, sure you yes. probably agree with that in the last Absolutely, days. absolutely. But here's what's crazy, brother. When you get into this, he talks about this great shaking that's going to affect the earth and the economy and all stuff. Here's the part that blows me away. James 5 Verse seven, Mm. listen to what it says. Therefore, be patient, brethren. So that's the church. Now he's shifting gears here and he's talking to the church. And he says, until the coming Mm. of the Lord, Mm. see how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and the latter rain. Now, brother, you as a preacher and a pastor Mm. of so many years, Mm. I want to ask you a question. It's just rhetorical question of course but when i ask you this when i when i mentioned former and latter rains here 
I want, I want, I would love to hear your interpretation of that. Well, I know that the former rain was the planting rain. The latter rain was the harvest rain. And they mm-hmm. were, for all through history, they were combined together. I mean, they were never combined together. One would be in one season, one would be in another season. God is promising us that the way, this is my interpretation in my opinion, is the way that the he's going to pour out his spirit on all flesh is the planting and the harvest rain is going to come at the same time. It's going to drench the whole world. And I, I'm telling you, there, the remnant is rising out of this great falling away. If you're comparing numbers to numbers, apples to apples, the number of people that are falling away versus the number of people that are rising in the remnant, it's not even close. The number that's falling mm-hmm. away is diametrically higher uh, because the great falling away is the great falling away. But as you're saying is what I feel as well is that I've known people all along. They want to preach about the great falling away or they want to preach about the great revival. Well, there's, there's both happening at the same time. Right. The former and the latter rain are happening at the same time. One will be great in number. One will be small in number. But the one that's small in number will be more powerful than any church I believe in the history of the church because I don't believe God's coming back after a weaker church. That no. He's going to wind this thing down with a strong church. And, and again, if you go to James 5, James says that in the midst, here's what I want everybody to listen, in the midst of calamity, disaster, destruction, shakeup, the book of Haggai talks about this. Once again, yet is a little while, I will shake heaven and earth, the sea and the dry land, everything that can be shaken shall be shaken. In the midst of the shaking, in both Haggai and James 5, in Haggai, he says the latter glory shall be greater than the former. And then you go to James and he talks about a former rain and a latter rain. And then he talked about in James five, he says, be patient Mm. for the the precious fruit of the earth. Well, let me ask you something. What is the precious fruit of the earth? The the answer is souls. Yes. Okay. So watch this. Let me go back to Mount Carmel. See, I told you, I, I, everybody thought I I lost track, but I didn't. I'm going to go back to Mount Carmel. When there was the showdown, between mm. the, the the kingdom of darkness and the yes. kingdom of light, immediately after that encounter, here's what's interesting, is when the cloud, the size of a man's fist appeared. Yep, that's right. That's right. Come on. What? Watch Come this. On. Now I'm going to blow you away, brother, because we didn't talk about this. Uh-oh. But you keep going, and you know what happens? So you would think there would be great jubilation. Right. Right. And people be excited. Right. But here's what's interesting is. So you had the encounter. You had the cloud the size of a man's fist. And then old Jezebel shows up. Yep. Now, I know when you start talking about Jezebel, I know that this has been used and abused in the body of Christ. And some people even go too far to say that, you know, uh, that's, you know, ridiculous. But I'll remind you, if you go to the book of Revelation, John mentions that Jezebel that's seducing prophets. Well, and some might say, well, that's a contradiction of Scripture because Jezebel was slain all the way back in the book of Kings. It's a spirit. spirit it's a spirit yes, of Jezebel. Yes, it is. Yes, right, it is. It's seducing the prophets. And we talked about that early in this program. I yep. said, what are we seeing now? We've seen prophets and men of God and women of God and leadership yep. that are being seduced by Jezebel eating her table. So here we go. Watch this. Jezebel rears her voice. Mm. You go to the you go to book of First Kings, and it tells you here that uh, in First Kings that 
she begins, she sends her, she sends her messengers to Elijah and she opens her mouth. It's all verbiage. Mm. So there's yeah, verbal yeah. threats. Yeah. Now here's what's interesting is I was shocked by this brother. You mm. would think that a move of God breaking mm. out in a university of Methodist of all things, right? You would think a young people, not older people, not people like us, the young people gathering around. And by the way, it started through prayer, Mm. repentance and intercession, and it exploded. And there was over 50,000 people there in 13 day period. Did you know that? It shut down the whole city of Wilmore. Yeah. They had to put a sign out in the door on the road. City is closed. (laughs) Yeah, Right. You would think that there would be jubilation and people be excited in the church. But you know what? Instead, you saw threats. You saw opposition in in, in, in words, slander, discord. It was all mouth. Yep. Mm -hmm. And anyone who stood for it and supported it, we were attacked. I don't know if you got any attack, brother, but I'm telling you, I got attacked from all angles. People with some nasty emails and messages. And it it blows me away. And and this is where we're at. If If we're to a point now in the church, in the body of Christ, where we cannot celebrate young people getting excited for God, God. turning to God, repenting, and giving their life to God because it doesn't look like, sound like, feel like what we're accustomed to, then, Mm. guys, there has to be a self-evaluation. So it's raining. And I say this all the time. It can rain all around you, and you never get wet Mm. because you've got your your umbrella. So here's what's – and I want to say this, and then uh, I want one more thing I want to say. So this is exciting because here's why. Mm. If God's, I think God's getting to the point where he's done. He's done sharing his glory. He's done. And listen, this is the bottom line. God always allows Satan to make the first move, but God has the last word. Whoop, say it. Look, go through the whole Bible, Old Testament to New Testament. Satan makes the first move, but God has the last word every time. Yeah. So yep. you know what, brother? Let's just say hypothetically, and I, and I think we're on to something here. Everybody was, you know, had their eyes at the Grammys and where Satan was glorified. And so God showed up and said, you know what? I'm going to show you how I'm going to be glorified. Yeah, so that right. tells me, you know, so you know what? I'm kind of excited that uh, this gathering in Boston is sold out for for this satanic temple because you know yep. what you know what that tells me I wouldn't be shocked you watch this if stadiums start getting filled with young people like yep. in Asbury seeking the face of God yep. because God is going to have the last word absolutely and and the last word is going to be the God that answers by fire. Let that God be God. There, the fire of the Holy Ghost. Because what you just said, Asbury, a Methodist college, but the Holy Spirit broke out. People were filled with the Holy Ghost. People were lives were changed. Souls were saved. Bodies were healed. The manifestation of the power of God is coming in this association with this revival. That's one of the reasons, quite frankly, that 
people like you and I got pushback for even supporting and getting excited about this is because it's usually coming from the voices of the cessationist voices, the voices mm-hmm. of the religious voices that are, you know, this doesn't fit my box. So therefore it, you know, it's not of God, but the reality is this, it don't matter to these young people. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It don't matter what you say, because when they're in, they're hungry and they encounter God, the old saying goes like this, a man with an, uh, an experience is all, I mean, a man with an argument is always at the mercy of a man with an experience. So you can argue all you want to, but when these young people experience what they're experiencing, it becomes contagious. That's what happened with the Jesus revolution. That's what's happening again right now. And I sit in that movie theater and I thought to myself, when, and I'm sure you felt the same thing and probably every believer that was sitting there watching this that is at least awake to what God is doing in revival. I thought, you know, I know for a fact because I'm going to be interviewing uh, some people associated with the movie coming up in upcoming episodes, so be looking for that. But I know for a fact that this movie has been trying to be made for six years, and it was made during the pandemic. So we're understanding that this movie took two and a half to three years once production started. Who, No one, no one could have planned that this movie would come out mere weeks after an awakening hits the same age people. They don't mm-hmm. look like hippies, but the hippies had none. Hippies is a term that they gave because of not just the way they looked, but they were just sort of hipsters in the sense that they were just free spirits. Well, our young people are as free spirits as you possibly can. No one has ever had access to what these young people have access to now through technology and all this. So the same, we talk about spirit of Jezebel, the same spirit that was on the hippies is on this generation as well. And they are embracing anything the world has to offer. They're open to anything, okay? If you're not going to give it to me, church, I'll take it from this this Comic-Con, this Satan-Con over here. I'm going to have a spiritual encounter. That's when we had that news article on your website about you know people playing with Ouija boards and all right. this again, all this being resurgent. I sit there in that movie theater and I thought, this, no one can deny that this the timing of this movie is incredible. I mean, there are people that are standing out in the lobbies of movie theaters. People are bringing their guitars to the movie theaters, and they're coming out of movie theaters all across this country, and they are playing worship songs, and people are not leaving. They're filling up movie theaters, and people are getting prayed for, hands laid upon them in the movie theaters. And and then what I love, on top of everything else, they thought it was going to make about five, six million dollars. It made fifteen million dollars. Next weekend, it made thirty million dollars. They added two hundred new theaters, and today, at the time of this recording, they they're going global. They're all all the countries are are beginning to open up, and you don't other countries don't ask for movies unless they see they know it's about the dollar. But you know That's what I right. say. I don't care. I don't care if you're funding it just because you want to make more money because the more money that the devil puts in to fund this just to make more money, it's more gospel that's going out. And don't forget Left Behind, too. The Left Behind movie was not a coincidence because of the revision of that and the timing of that. Even Kevin Sorbo in an interview talked about that, that the climate in which we're in. Let me say this real quick. Here's what's interesting. I believe, believe, and I think you'll agree with this, God is raising up. If you look at John the Baptist, look at his profile. He mm. would be considered a hippie. Right. He, yeah. He, he didn't fit. Yeah. I mean, his yeah. clothes, yep. his, his, his demeanor, the way he looked. Here's a guy that was, the Bible says he had the spirit and the anointing of Elijah, Elijah. on him. Oh. And watch this. He was ostracized from 
the religious system. They wouldn't yes, let him was. preach in the temples. They wouldn't let him preach in the synagogues. So John, who would be considered, I mean, this if anybody would look like a preacher that came out of the, the 60s and 70s uh, Jesus Revolution, this Good would be point. the guy to pick profile yeah but listen the church would write him off because he don't look the part act the part he's yep. you know whatever he's i saw you know whatever so here he is and watch oh, this he's this out there in the spirit and the anointing of elijah who mm. by the way your bible says is given to prepare yep. the way of the lord watch this and the spirit and anointing of elijah did what it turns the hearts of the fathers, fathers. The sons. sons. My mm. God. See, Whoa. that's the problem. Where is the spirit of Elijah in the land? I'm telling hey, you. Hey, hey I'm getting a download right now. I, you you, you get ahead. me fired up, right? This download just hit me. Is that so? You're right. The perfect illustration that John the Baptist would have been a modern day hippie. He was ostracized. He was one of the greatest preachers. Jesus said, There's nobody that's ever been greater save the Son of Man than John the Baptist. And no temple would allow him, no church would allow him. And where did Jesus go to begin the great awakening, the first great awakening? Oh, I just lost your camera. I just lost my brother. I hope he gets to come back. Hope he comes back. While he's come while while I'm waiting to see, I'm gonna pause this. Uh uh. What in the world just happened? The devil is a liar, y'all. We preach about revival. We preach about the spirit of Jezebel. We preach about the devil. And in all the time that I've used this to record or live stream, that has never happened, brother. In the middle of everything, internet, everything goes down. It's been 15, 20 minutes, but we're back. But the devil is a liar, y'all. Let me just tell you, I was talking about John the Baptist. We was talking about Jesus. And this is one of the things that the devil didn't want me to tell y'all that y'all got to hear is that he was the perfect representation of a hippie. And when Jesus began his ministry, which I call the first great awakening, was Jesus. He was the great awakening, the first, the real first awakening. But before he ever went to the church, he went to the hippie. He said, look, mm -hmm. you're going to start this thing. You're going to break out this revival. And remember, John said, I need to be baptized by you. And he goes, no, suffer to be so. So he made sure that he let that everybody on the banks of the Jordan River and all the religious people watching saw a hippie who had had an encounter with God in the Holy Ghost, filled with the Holy Ghost, baptized Jesus, which in essence— it was birthed in repentance because John preached repentance. Jesus came off the mountain after he got baptized, fighting the devil, preaching repentance. And then, of course, we come to Acts chapter 3, where I think you're headed in your heart right now about this revival. When Acts chapter 3, Peter took the mantle. Jesus took the mantle from John. Peter took the mantle from Jesus. And all three of them re preached repentance. Peter said, repent, therefore, and be converted that you may partake of the times of refreshing. So do you think that the spirit of Elijah that was on John the Baptist is on this generation as well. I absolutely do, because I believe, again, you know, God is right now, if if we're paying attention, God is raising up the nobodies. Mm. He's raising up the, you know, the Bible, Peter used a term, he called them peculiar people. And the yep. word in Greek, peculiar is unusual, the oddballs. Mm. The right. unorthodox, the people that uh, that are overlooked. And you go to the, in the Gospels of Matthew. You go to the Gospel of Matthew, and there's a parable. It talks about Jesus sending uh, the disciples into the highways and byways, and and compelling them to come into the house of the Lord because the original invitation that he sent out, 
Everybody rejected it. They were too busy. They had yep. this, that. So God is raising up. Watch this. Here it is. He said, uh, the Bible says that uh, those who come to God must first believe that he is. Yep. And that yep. he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Wow. And listen, there's a hungry generation out yep. there yep. of are. young people. Yep. And they, you know, they're looking for the address and the mm. phone number, but they've got the wrong address and they've got mm. the wrong phone number. And that's where you and I and all yep. you people that are watching and listening, that's yep. what we, what did the Bible say? It says that we are to be salt and that we're to be light and go yep. into the midst of these. So we come back to Mount Carmel and it's interesting. I believe there was six characteristics of the Elijah generation. I don't have all this in front of me. I'm going to try to come out with at least at least half of those. Number one, Elijah was, uh, he got into a posture of intercession and prayer on his knees, not once, not twice, but seven times. And it produced, when there is something on earth that is demonstrated through intercession and prayer, it always produces rain. Mm. All right. That was in, in Kings. You go to Acts three, which our brother here just talked about repentance produces refreshing where we yes. get aka revival yes. where there's repentance whether that's in asbury whether that's in the church of god the church of god of prophecy the assemblies of god or whatever these assemblies god is not intimidated by denominations structures boundaries right. if if 45 people in a movie theater are mm -hmm. repenting, God's yep. going to show up whether you like it or not, or whether the, the people there at the building like it or whatever the case yep. may be. So yep. this is what's awesome about this. This is what's going to produce the rain as a mm. praying, a praying, interceding generation. So what does that leave the, the us, the older generation? Right. We have yep. got to teach them, train them yes. up in the way yes. they, sh they, they should go. Yep. You yep. know, we, we complain all the time, brother, the older generation, I hear them complain about, well, this generation doesn't know how to pray. They don't know how to intercede. They don't know how to grab the horns of the altar. Well, teach them. Show it's them. Fault. It's our fault. Them. It's our fault. Yeah. Well, right. well I, I, want, I want to say this as we come to, to close this program. First of all, thank you. If you're watching this and you hadn't hit that subscribe button, please do that now and hit that thumbs up. Nothing, nothing, nothing puts us in front of more unbelievers and people that would no, normally not watch this than that thumbs up and that subscription. Thank you. Uh, but I want to close by this thought, brother, and I, and I want to push everybody to your website because people's got to be woke up to what's going on right now. And that is this. You talked about the older generation. It says the old men shall dream dreams and the young men shall see vision. And I've often thought that the old men dreaming dreams in that prophecy of that latter day final reign that we've talked about is the uh, there's a remnant in, uh, that are older that are the Joshua and Caleb's that are dreaming of how it used to be. Never thought, never thought it could be like that again. And then they start seeing young people prophesying, sons and daughters prophesying, and young people seeing visions of what it can be. And when you take a generation that is having visions of what they dream it would be, and then you have people who are dreaming of what it used to be, and they come together, you have the former and the latter rain combined together in one month. And I believe that's the rain that we're experiencing. Ricky, you're going to be a guest on our show again soon. I thank you for all that you do. Um, for people like myself, you help us. You help me tremendously because I have a resource that I can go directly to. And I want to put this up here again. This is the website, and uh, it's called End Times Headlines. 
uh, in time headlines, intimeheadlines.com or .org. And you can see it's a news site. And uh, you are always up to date with what is going on in the moment, things that are happening in the moment. And I don't, don't want to make everybody's head spin, but I'm going to get down here real quick to show you. <laughs> but more than anything, donate to his ministry. You can donate through his website and help this brother out because he puts a tremendous amount of time and effort and then, of course, get this app, the End Time Headlines app, available on iPhone or Android, and you will get notifications. You'll be able to read his blogs. You'll be notified when he's going live on his video blogs, his, his video podcasts, and so forth. There's just so many things uh, that God is touching you to do, and uh, not enough time in one program to talk about it all. That's why we're going to have you come back again. We appreciate you being on The Big Picture and, uh, of course, we'll have all the ways to connect with his ministry, how to download the app, everything down in the show notes of this particular program. Any closing thoughts that you would like to speak to the audience uh, before we sign off of the big picture tonight? No, I mean, we've pretty much, you know, we've, I believe we've covered what, I, what I, we have both feel is going on. I would like to either you or I or both of us, uh, give an invitation of prayer, you know, because go, you know, go ahead. Sons, it's on you. Right, do, yeah. Okay. Let's yeah. do it right now. Yeah. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we have spoken uh, yes. w- what we uh, felt compelled by the Holy Spirit. And we know, according to your word, your word will not return void and it yes. will go forth and it will prosper in that which is sent forth. Lord Jesus, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I ask right now that if there be any fathers, any mothers that are watching this and their hearts have been there. It's burning. Their spirit is stirred from our conversation today and they have sons and daughters. They have grandchildren and Lord, they are like the the Caleb's and Mm. they're wanting to invest and they're wanting to pour into, they know what it's like to conquer that mountain and get that giant. And now the baton is passing down to the next generation. And God, I'm asking right now that Mm. you would give us eyes to see and a heart that is full of compassion that we would look out. We Mm. would look out beyond the boundaries of our religious perception, and we would see a dying world that is Mm. hungry for truth, and Mm. we would be the salt, and that we would be the light, and Mm. that, Lord, we would train them up in the way in which they they should go, that we, Lord, by the spirit and the anointing of Elijah that is upon that generation, we will see a a resurgence, a reuniting, a synergy of the fathers or, or of the of the older generation and the younger, younger generation coming together and the power and the spirit of the lord in jesus yes. name amen in jesus name in jesus name amen praise the lord and listen if you prayed that prayer if you were touched today by the words of brother ricky if you were touched by the words of this program and certainly if you cried out to jesus and asked him to forgive you of your sins and come into your heart and save you uh comment down below and let us know so that we can rejoice I'll make sure uh, that Ricky gets all the comments of of any kind of life that was touched and changed. We appreciate you being on here with us, Ricky. What a blessing that you are to the body. What a blessing you are to the big picture. I hope you've enjoyed it because we certainly enjoyed having you here. We want to say thank you to everybody that's been involved in the live chat throughout the live premiere. This is our online big picture family. And I want to tell you that if you haven't subscribed already uh, to the program, hit that subscription button right down below me. Just hit that subscribe button. And you may want to consider being a partner with us. All you got to do is click that join button. And there's other ways that you can give down in the show description. 
and we will see you right back here every Sunday night and every Monday night. You know the drill. Uh, we have Bible study on Sunday night, live show on Monday night, and we always tell you, no matter when it is that you see us here, whether you're watching us live or on replay, at the big picture, we ain't woke, but we are certainly awake. Thank you again to our guest, Ricky Scaparo. We'll see everybody the next time. Be blessed. As always, I really hope you enjoyed this segment, uh, this powerful segment that we did. Uh, and we're going to get together and do many more segments in the future. And I'm so excited and stoked about uh, those segments and looking forward to getting together with Bishop uh, again. Uh, until then, uh, as always, uh, we want to encourage you, if you've not yet subscribed to our main website, and here's how you do it. There's no newsletter. You just download our free podcast. That's how you're going to keep up with this. It's available on Apple and Android. Um, you just download that, get into your hands, hit yes to push notifications. You're going to be notified of every headline and every podcast when it's readily available. As always, if this ministry is a great a source of encouragement and blessing to you, don't forget to um, pray about becoming a partner of our ministry. And you can do that down below, uh, either electronically or by check or money order. And all that information is right there on your screen. If you're listening by podcast or by Spotify, you can make that check out uh, or money order to End Time Headlines, P.O. Box 1391. That's Monroe, Georgia, 30655. And don't forget to subscribe to the big picture uh he's on the same vein as we are here at end time headlines he's going to bring you current events talking points guests coming on and we're uh is god is definitely expanding uh the territory of the watchman and we're excited about what god is doing in the future so again don't forget to subscribe and like his channel follow him there and and we are looking forward to future segments here at end time headlines as well so until we see you guys on uh friday which will be tomorrow uh at, on march 10th we pray the lord bless you may he keep you and may his countenance shine upon you we'll see you then thank you for listening to the end time headlines podcast we pray that you've been blessed and equipped by today's message. For more information about how you can help partner with our ministry, please visit endtimeheadlines.org.